Let's have listen. Average below par radio show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. All I'm saying is, Max, give me back them 50s. You're not well, allowed that many. If you put in and work hard and sort of sitting on your ass pressing buttons, oh, you put it in a Oh, yeah, all right, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to Tuesday night. Oh, thank God we're all here. <laughs> for a second there, Tom, I thought there wouldn't be a show. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought I'd been pranked because I was here at like two to seven. Yeah. No one was here, just me. Uh, where were you? Where was producer Tom? Diana helping d- out tonight? I can't, t- I can't tell you where I was. Well, I can guess. Yeah. You were in the kitchen, gobbling on food. How did you know? <laughs> you actually were. I was upstairs getting some water because oh, the tap's not working on this level. Yeah. And there was some cake there. Oh, we were almost late so you could eat cake. I ate the cake and then to make sure that nobody knew that I ate the cake, I washed all the dishes. Oh. I wash the dishes of the cake so that nobody thinks. Okay, that Piggy, that's cake. enough. Who cares? Switch oh, on. Now right. you here? Let's just do the show well, mate. I'm very excited because I've got a, a great country music hunt to bring to you. We're looking for funny mm. yet serious country music songs, and tonight Alistair's song's going to be up. And as well as that, Tom, you want to chat marriage because <laughs> you want to illegally get your boyfriend into the country no, I'll permanently, eat. which oh. I don't know if immigration's across, but they will be after the show. That's the that's the. We, <laughs> oh, we don't say that? Is that not being spoken about? Up next, Up Ollie? next, Tom. What can't you eat? What? I've had a disaster when it comes to oh, eating today. Oh Two things. You were triple Two M. times. You I were... couldn't eat it. <laughs> triple M. Tell me. Oh, God. <laughs> a hilarious country music song that's supposed to be serious very soon in Country Music Hunt with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. We have questions. Tom, to start the show, have a bit of fun with this one, my friend, oh, because no. I want to start with this question. What can't you eat? What can't you eat on one triple three five three? Because what do you Tom, mean by this? Well, let me just explain what happened to me today. It's a pretty shit question. No, no, no. We, no, we no. have questions on this show, and you're asking no, no, what no. can't you eat? Well, I mean, you can go at this question from a number of angles, Tom. What can't you eat? But I want to tell you what happened to me today, yeah. and I want to stress to you that it's the second time it's happened. Oh no! It turns out that I'm doing the uh, Brad Pitt workout, yeah. right? For in Fight Club, doing the Brad Pitt Fight Club workout. Yeah, we've heard. Yeah, we've heard. Eating lean, working out, eat, working out mean, eating clean. Yeah, you ate a Snickers last night. I break the rules. And three chocolate biscuits. No, I break the rules, but I also eat clean when I want to. Anyway, <laughs> I've been eating carrots, at least trying to. Uh, I had one pre-gym yeah. last week, yeah. and I have one post-gym today. Why are you eating carrots? That's just a good lean. You know, it's healthy. It's, it's cheap as well, isn't it? But it is very cheap. If you want a snack, get a carrot. They're about 40 cents. You end up throwing away half of them because no, yeah. they get a bit yuck. Yeah. But I, it turns out I'm having issues eating carrots. Why can't you eat The carrots? last two times so, I've tried to eat a carrot. I'm chewing it. They don't taste great. So when I say, what can't you eat? You'd say carrots. What can't I eat? Yeah. Carrots. Carrots. It turns out, Tom, I keep inhaling them. Twice now, no. twice now, yeah, I'm chewing, I swallow, I end up getting them through that's, my, that's my, right. my head cavity, <laughs> yes, my head cavity, and I end up having them in my nose. No. And twice now, I've ended up at the gym, I was sneezing. No. I was sneezing out carrot. What? And I was embarrassed. You, and, you know, I, I'll say that, no. I was embarrassed. Okay. Just, you, just, shush, just it, shush for one second. What can't you eat? <laughs> Sorry, go on. You're, kind of eat, you're masticating a carrot. Yes. And you're leaving little bits of the carrot in your mouth. I don't know. And then you're inhaling that. <laughs> yeah, it's getting stuck. In the nasal cavity. In the na- in the in It's going the to my throat. lungs. Yes. I've got carrot in my lungs. <laughs> Mate, that's weird. I'm telling you. I've, I've chewed it properly. My body just seems to want to breathe them in. And I end up having like, I, I you know when you know there's something in your nose? It's like it's in there. It's something in there. No, definitely not. Because I don't inhale food. Well, you don't get lodgements in your nose? Definitely not. Well, it happened. Yeah, it happened last week. Happened what today. do you do? But why are you breathing in so quickly that you're breathing in carrot? I don't know. I'm normally a good eater. No, you're not. No, but I can eat. You know, like I can eat, but just with carrots, they just seem to get in my nose, and I have to sneeze them out. Does this happen with other food? Ad what are you, are you Are you sneezing up other food? Never. Nothing else. Just carrots. Just carrots. I'm I'm eating carrots. Can we get a I'm, carrot? I'm, I want to see this in action. No, but I don't. If I really focus, I'm sure I could avoid inhaling it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to really focus. Right, right, so one triple three five three. What can't you eat? Well, 
What can't you wait? Give us a buzz. But do you want do you want like similar stories of you over like literally what can't you eat? Yeah, like, what can't you eat? No, but how about like allergies? Allergies? And stuff? What can't you eat? Yeah, it's all the same how thing. About, and... How about literally stuff that leaves a bad taste in your mouth? Well, what can't you eat? That's what can't you eat, isn't it? It could be a variety of reasons. Tom, a smorgasbord, a buffet of reasons of what can't you eat. Okay. It could. Be, I mean, allergies are like, yeah, I can't eat peanuts. Well, that makes sense. But what can't? Maybe you physically can't eat it. Well, Mandy on one triple three five three. Hi, how are you? Good, Mandy. What can't you eat? I can't eat seafood. Oh, why not? My uh, ex-fiancé and I at the time, we ordered Chinese and he ordered four prawn cutlets. Yeah. Uh, and on the first one, he oh, yeah. said, my God, stop eating. He yeah. said, your face is like bright pink. Oh. He said, you've got bullfrog eyes and he said, you've got no neck. You've got so bal- I- balloon face. You can't eat seafood. No, the only thing I can eat from the ocean is a piece of flake. Oh, well, good on you, Mandy. Eat that flake. There you go, Tom. Perfect stuff. One triple three five three. What can't you eat? This is New Hilltop Hoods. It's called Leave Me Lonely with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. What can't you eat? What can't you eat? It's New Hilltop Hoods. It's called Leave Me Lonely. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. What can't you eat? One triple three five three. What can't you eat? Tom just said to me, the answers we're getting coming in on the phones are actually good. That's what I've heard. Well, Tom, I don't know why you doubted me because well, some people have issues with eating things. I know you don't. Well, you've got an issue. Oh, boom. <laughs> you get it down every time. No issues. Straight down the gullet. Oh, where's it gone? <laughs> people clapping in the uh, room out there. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, you just told us that you can't eat a carrot. You somehow end up inhaling it like a bulldog pug-like action in your throat. Don't, don't, no, well, well, that rhetoric quite, can stop. There's no bulldog element to it. You're quite snotty in the nose. You always do a... <laughs> Sneeze. If I ask Sarah, your girlfriend of seven years, what the worst thing is about you, yeah. she would say you're sneezing, wouldn't she? Sneezing, yep, and too big. So you've got quite pug-like yeah. nasal features. But Tom, I was saying to you during the song yes. that uh, isn't that a thing for you as well? Definitely like, not. Occasionally you get food in your nose. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't a thing. People so, don't get food stuck in their nose because they know how to masticate and swallow. Producer Tom, have you ever got food in your nose? No, nah, never. Never? There we go. Uh, Archie on triple three five three. What can't you eat? I... Uh, you know those mini M and M's. Yes. Well, uh, the small ones. Back, yeah, back in year seven when you couldn't eat in front of the teacher in class, we'd like line them up on the desk behind our books, and then just like suck them up real quick. And then this, and then after I did it, I had that feeling where you're like, oh, something's stuck in your nose. Yeah. I hate and then that. I had that, I had that blues like flavour coming out of my nose, like dripping. <laughs> And then I just sneezed up this blue and like mini one and it bounced off the desk. Yes. I couldn't believe it. It was a, it was a crack up. That's like, what you want, Archie, though. It just feels so good when you get it out. That oh, was me with the carrot. so cleansing. Like, it was just like a big sneeze after a sponsor, yep. but... Yep, that was, that was me the in the gym part. getting carrot out of my nose. The same thing, Archie. Archie, you can call back any time, mate. I love it. Uh, Luke on 13353. What can't you eat, Luke? Yeah, so it's uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs? What, hot dogs. The big brother guy? Or, no, what, no, why can't you eat hot dogs? Well, I can eat the ones without the skin, but anything no. with, with the skin, uh, I feel no. nauseous. So I like the taste. It's perfect. Yep. But uh, it's really, yeah, for some reason, 10 minutes after, 15 minutes after, I start feeling really nauseous, cold sweats. Yeah. So well, two, I can't really two, explain it. Two questions. A, I mean, what is that red stuff on a hot dog? It's very artificial. Yeah. It's very strange. But B, so you can't eat that red stuff on a hot dog? Well, it's not that I, I don't, I'm not allergic to it. I just, for some reason, my body just says, nah, Reject- you that's rejects me. it. Yep, and that's I just feel sick. Oh, that's strange. It's a rejection. That's, it happens, Tom. Your body doesn't reject any food, which, you know. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what can't you eat? I can't eat lychees. Oh. oh. It's a texture thing for sure, Jeff, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. And, and they look like fish eyes. Yeah, yeah they do look yeah, sus. It, yeah. and, and the thing that kills me most of anything is my son, who's 12, We'll sit there and eat a bucket load of them, and he'll just mm. pop them, Sicko. pop them like Maltesers, and just tease me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeff, the texture thing's the same for me, and I'm a no oysters guy. How do you find oysters, Jeff? Oh no, oysters are good. Oysters are good. It's it's just that rubbery um, yeah, okay. bit about the the lychees. Oh. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, Tommy, don't, like oysters? don't go out and I love oysters. Yeah. I love oysters. Guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. Uh, Costa, what do you? Uh, what can't you eat? Yeah, I can't eat oranges. Oh, why not? Okay. Yeah, uh, I just lose it. I get angry, and at one point, I remember when I was young, I wanted to smash somebody. You, because of an orange? <laughs> yeah, they just make me angry for some reason. Oh, wow. Too hey. much vitamin D. <laughs> Must be. Vitamin C? 
vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, but why? But Costa, why oranges, mate? Like, why do they make you angry? Uh, I wish I knew. Like to this day, I just I can't understand it. I can eat a mandarin, no problem. No. Wow. Hang on. So, it's, so, so if I showed you a picture of an orange, would that make you angry? It make me jealous because I can't eat it. <laughs> no, but but at what point does it make you angry? Like, are you walking through the supermarket and then going, "Oh, if, bloody oranges"? Or is it the t- it's the it's ingesting it? Yeah, like if I look at go to the supermarket, yeah, I'm, I'll be tempted to wanting to buy one just to, just to have one. Yeah. But you can't. But I, I know I can't because yeah, yeah. I just I'll lose it. How about orange juice? Can you drink orange juice? Not even orange juice. No. You get angry. No. If you know why Costa's getting angry from eating oranges, <laughs> then definitely get in touch. Or if you're getting angry over a certain when you eat food, something, I mean I get angry in red wine, but that's you know that's yeah, probably well, a different thing. One triple three five three though. What can't you eat? What can't you eat? Well, look who's come round. <laughs> Tom. No. What can't you eat? Loving it. If you've got a similar story about inhaling mini m People inhale food <laughs> no, by accident. <laughs> Happens all the time. What can't you eat? One triple three five three. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's ACDC with You Shook Me All Night Long. We're going a hunt for country music after this. Uh, with the funny yet serious country music songs. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, uh, what can't you eat is the question of the day. What can't you eat? What can't you eat? I'm on triple three five three, and Tom is a convert after saying this was a stupid question. Why would you ask what can't you eat? Yep. Um, I like. I, well, you like to say when ideas aren't that good. I like to say there's more in that, and I said that for this idea. There's more in that. Guess what? There wasn't more in it. There wasn't. It's as simple as what can't you eat because the gold is coming through. I can't eat carrots. I chew them. I masticate them as best I can, and they end up uh, going up my nose, which, I which think, is common. No, I think it's pug-like. I think it's I think it's quite a, a bulldog-like feature of not being able to swallow food. And... I've got squashed nasal cavities from bad breeding. I think so. Amy on one triple three five three. What can't hey. you eat? Um, it's really gross. Um, tripe. 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 Now explain to us what tripe is again. Oh, oh hmm. God, I can't remember. It's part of a cow. I'm pretty sure it's really gross, and it's oh. like. It's not stomach fine. I can't remember oh, if it's stomach fine oh, or not, tripe. but it's oh. gross and it's white and it's... Oh, so it's basically awful, so it's just gross meat. Yeah, it's just not what you should be eating, but my um, in laws are South American. I had to help oh. them prepare it, which was oh, a gag yeah. fest, and then I had to run from the table because I messed her up all over it. So yeah, it's no, no, that's okay. <laughs> Beef tripe is made from the muscle wall of only the first three chambers of a cow's stomach. <laughs> just, just the first three chambers. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. Amy. Uh, Andrew, what can't you eat, mate? Well, Andrew's got a story, Ellie. Andrew's got a story similar to Costa, who we had on before, who can't eat oranges because he gets angry at them. Andrew, you're saying that you get angry at a different type of food as well. Yes. Well, I've actually got a couple of things. So if I have too much dairy, I get, like, really, really angry or really, really sad or really, really happy. <laughs> really? What? Yeah. So you get emotional swings. Yeah, like a, just to the extreme. But um, my little girl, um, if when she was younger, she had eggs. She used to like run around the room and then just fall over asleep. Oh no! So and my son still to this day, he, like so my my little girl grew out of that. But my yeah. son, if he has garlic, we call him. He turns into Hulk. Where Hulk smashes, <gasps> he just smashes everything Whoa. from garlic. Yeah, what, like what's yeah. causing that? Do you think is it is it chemical? Is it? I mean, I mean yeah. So that. There is like like we've done we've had testing and research and stuff like that done on it. So there is like a gut imbalance problem. But my son has a is missing an enzyme which breaks up nightshades, which is garlic is like the worst one. Okay. Oh, here we but, go. Fructose, dairy, vegan free. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> Andrew, it's okay. It's okay. I support you. I support you. You're all right. You're Calm right down, on this Tom. Show. Calm down, Andrew. That is fascinating stuff. Getting oh. angry from dairy as well. Greg on one triple three five three. What can't you eat? Hey, boys, how you going? Good, Good mate. Greg. What can't you eat? Mate, uh, pork crackly. Oh. It is, it is disturbingly disgusting. No. No, no, no. Greg. No, mate, okay, okay, what, okay. What, what if you find a scab or a nipple, you know, in a whole cross-section <laughs> jelly pad? He said, Ollie, what if you find a scab or a nipple in the pork crackly? That's what he's saying. Oh, from a pig. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, but it's pretty nice pork crackly. Oh, mate, when I'm uh, on my oh. Christmas day and there's a little bit of pork and I'm going straight for the crackly. Mummy, can I have four taints, please? <laughs> oh, Chris, I'm on triple three, five, three. What can't you eat? Chris, what can't you eat? Chris? Hello. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, what can't you eat, Chris? Oh, uh, mate, there's one thing I can't eat. Is, um, my dad put 
many, many years ago, put me on broad beans. Oh, yuck. Broad beans. And he said, if you don't eat them, you've got to go to bed. Oh. And when I was, I was only about nine years old, I said, I'd rather go to bed than eat broad beans, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, Josh, what can't you eat, mate? There you go, and I can't eat soggy wheat bits. Oh, oh yeah, because they're just a bit gross or what? No, well, it stems back from when I was a kid. My um, when you played that table, game, <laughs> my kitchen was my kitchen table was opposite my parents' toilet, and the texture of oh. soggy wheat bix reminded me of what was going on in the sunny. Oh, oh, brilliant! Oh, no. <laughs> soggy wheat—that's like your parents having a yeah. number two. It's gross. Mm. I can't eat soggy um, biscuits. No, well, you can. Yeah, you could. Yeah, if you really tried. Um, hey, up next, we're gonna give you a, 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 an absolute corker of a country music song that's both funny and serious. Ollie, been doing the research. Country music hunt not far away with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Powderfinger Love Your Way. Very soon, we're going to ask what they don't tell you about marriage as one of the team members here is thinking about getting married. Uh, you're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And for so long now, we've been going on a hunt for country music songs. And not just any country music songs, the ones that are both funny and serious. Howdy, partner. Well, hot diggity dang, it's a country music hunt. Let's do this. We discovered this, Ollie, when uh, my boyfriend played me a song that said, ooh, that's why God loves cowboys. Get it right. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Tom, there's an art form to this because these country music songs have to be sincere and it's about paying homage to the sincerity of those songs, usually American songs, um, but also acknowledging the deep comedy aspect. You can uh, get involved at any time across Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Tom and Ollie. Send in your country music songs. They're not funny. They're not funny. They're not funny. Not they're, joke they're songs. Seri- they're serious they're songs. They're funny, but they're not joke songs. Alistair, you've done this, mate. Thank you so much for getting involved on Facebook. You're a legend. Yeah, no worries. Good to talk to you, boys. Alistair, would you like to uh, introduce tonight's song to Ollie here, who hasn't heard what it's going to be? All right. It's uh, by a well-known US country music singer by the name of Tim McGraw, and the song oh. is called Truck Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of Tim McGraw. And so where'd you find this song, Alistair? To be honest, I think I was actually watching an Aussie Man Reviews video where he was reviewing monster trucks and had a song playing. I thought I've got to download that, so playing yeah. onto the iPod. All right, all right. Well, uh, how have you been finding this genre of music recently? I've actually started to get into country music probably the past five months or so, something different. I actually don't mind a bit of it, to be honest. Now, <laughs> why do you it. like it? Is it because it's funny? Like, it just speaks to you? What, why, what is it about country music that you like, Alistair? Oh, they've all got a bit of a story behind them, I think. Yeah. If you actually have, if you get it, if you ever, ever get bored and have a bit of time on your hands, you listen to the words and actually say a little bit of a story. Yeah, well, that's true. There's definitely some elements that we've found, isn't there, Ollie? What are well, some of the elements that you find in a country music song, Ollie? Often there's a, a love interest element. There'll yep. frequently be beer yep. involved. Yep. Uh, trucks. Oh, I mean, this song is called Truck Yeah. Definitely. I can't wait to hear it. Ollie, uh, let me play the first part of the song. It actually starts off. Not in a way you'd think a country music song starts. Take a listen. Okay, I'll stop down there for a second. Got, the first line is, got, got Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne pumping, pumping on my iPod. Get What's him. with that? Who's got an iPod? Got Lil Wayne pumping on my iPod, pumping on the subs in the back of my crew cab. Redneck rocking like a rock star, sling a little mud off the back, we can do that. Yeah. Friday night football, Check. Saturday last call, Sunday hallelujah. <laughs> if you like it up loud and you hear Billy proud, then you know what I'm talking about. All right, yes. so uh, it's got so many hallmarks. Alistair, the reason I like it is it talks about Friday night football, which is yep. great. Then Saturday last call, which is a mention to the last call at a bar. So he's talking about, he's talking about drinking. But then my favourite, Ollie, they've got the religion element with Sunday Hallelujah. I mean, Alistair, this has got all the elements, mate. It's doing yeah, so well. And the thing that stands out about it um, to me the most is it's not one of those typical country love songs. It's just something different. It's Well, it's about... Well, it's kind a love of, song about a truck. Well, <laughs> actually, let's see if, if, uh, if women come up in the chorus, Ollie. When, so, of course, he wants to uh, find me a girl with a truck. When, yeah. When Tim tells his producer, I've got a song called Truck Yeah. Well, I mean, are they going, yeah, man, you're onto a winner here. 
What do you think? Uh, what's he hoping for here? To find well, a girl, get her in the truck. But trucks aren't in America. They're more like utes, aren't they? They're not quite like trucks. Well, Alistair, part of this song, mate, uh, which I found quite interesting, is that he's actually trying to recruit people to the country music, isn't he? I don't oh, know. If... He's recruited me. He's, <laughs> um, he's, he's scored a winner there. That's for sure. Well, let me here. let me play you the part, Ollie, which I think he's he's trying to get everyone who likes every type of different music involved in country music. Take a listen. He's trying to recruit here. Apple Country City Farm. It don't matter who you are. Got a little fight. Got a little love. Got a little redneck in your blood. Are you one? That line, are you one of us? It seems a little bit culty, doesn't it's it? It's very queen. It's very, we will rock you, isn't it? It's it, true. It hasn't got that twang, Alistair, but you don't mind that? Nah, not at all. That's what sets it apart, to be honest. It's not your stereotypical country song, but it yeah. gets you into it a bit. All right, well, Ollie, it's, it's up to you, mate. Oh. Is it a country music song? Is it in the country music hunt? Mate, it mentions Friday night. It mentions Saturday getting out in the party. It mentions religion. And, of course, it's called Truck Yeah. So, of course, it's in. That's all we can say. Truck, yeah. Alistair, well done, mate. No drama. Thanks, lad. You've got that song in the country music hunt. If you want to get involved, Truck head to yeah. Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Tom and Ollie, and you could have your song featured as well. And Let's of course, play. Tom, something yeah. about a truck, isn't there? Oh, there's something about a truck, something Ollie. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Just like a five-year-old, these two keep asking questions. And just like a five-year-old, our Play-Doh bill is through the roof. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Ollie, someone in the team is thinking about getting married. Can you absolutely believe it? Well, I'm shocked because it's not me, Tom. Oh, really? But you've had a girlfriend of seven years. Yeah, I don't appreciate the dog whistling going on here. You throw marriage out there, Sarah's going to hear it from a mile away and tune in. Well, Ollie, uh, it's not you. No, no, it's not. Thank you. It's not you. It's not you. It's someone in the team. And I've heard they want to hear about the negatives of marriage or things that people don't tell you about when it comes to marriage. Well, that's interesting. It's up next. This is Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. I said we have questions. Polish Club. Clarity. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions after 8 o'clock. We're going to have a gaming expert on to uh, chat about Fallout 76, which is huge. But Ollie, uh, one of the team members here is thinking about getting married. Mm. Someone's had a girlfriend from for seven years. Before you go down that route, Tom, yeah, uh, yeah. let's just say it's nice that the shoe is on the other foot mm-hmm. for once because you do plenty of, Ollie, when are you getting married? Yeah. Uh, and I like to say, shut up. Mm. Uh, that's not your place. And stop putting pressure on. I've got enough. Yeah. It's not me, though, is it? No, it's not. Someone else is looking at getting married. Uh, I uh, have been going out with my boyfriend <laughs> since March of this year. Ooh, uh, let's do the maths on that. Ooh, seven months, six months. Already thinking about the marriage. Is that too just, soon? Just because you, you've got access to it and you suddenly, you know, the escort <laughs> came through and that's great, doesn't mean you dive into it. Uh, you know, you don't see uh, a muffin on the table and go, well, I'm going to eat it right now. Yes, you, I do. You, I've got an eating problem. Well, that's your issue. You need to stop and assess and go, do I really want this? My parents got married within like seven months. You know, you yeah. hear about people getting married within the... They yeah, know. You know. And look you know. At, they know. Well, they, they knew at the time, but your dad's now, you know, off on a yacht. You know, most of the time. So, no, they're, you know, they're getting time apart. So just be careful. Ollie, when you know, you know. And I think I know, right? Mm. Anyway, I've been thinking about it. I've been ruminating about it. But what, I, but what I've realized is that marriage is this thing that's talked about all of the time, right? It's this, it's this huge thing. It's the, it's the biggest thing you can do in your relationship is say, I want to yeah. be with you for the rest of my life. But yeah. what they, there's a lot of stuff that they don't tell you about. Like, for instance, did you know that you have to, like, sign paperwork 30 days before you actually get married on the actual day? I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're sign- you have to, you can't just get married. Like, I can't just go, we're going to get married, and we go and get married. That, oh. that can't happen. Like, if you and me were getting married, to, well, to be honest. Like, that wouldn't happen for many reasons, but we couldn't do it because well, of document. because I'm not attracted to you. And, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> nor, nor am I, if we're being honest. Yeah, but I... But you're straight, so you you definitely aren't attracted but to me. You're... I'm gay. I like men, and I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but you're gay. You don't find me hot. Ollie, so you can't just get married straight away. There's so many things that they don't tell you about with marriage. Mm. And I thought, man, how can I find out all of these nitty-gritty little details to do with marriage? You want the insights that don't get spoken about. I want the insights. What, what? Like don't the... they tell you about marriage? We have questions on this show. Like the sex stops, that kind of stuff? <laughs> no, no. More like... 
yeah, you have to go through this process at this place and you blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about the, the planning of the wedding. Like, I know that that's a big thing and like it takes ages and you spend lots of money. I don't want to know about that kind of stuff. I want to know like, do your bank accounts automatically then just get joined? Like if I get married to my boyfriend, does he just then own all my stuff? One triple three five three. What don't they tell you about marriage? Maybe if you're a marriage lawyer or something, you might <laughs> yes. be able to get on the phone. One triple three five three. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's don't change in excess. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Sometimes those questions remain unanswered. Ollie, like on one triple three five three. I want to know what don't they tell you about marriage? Anyone who has been married or is married can get involved right now on one triple three five three. If you're sitting there going, "Oh yeah, I'm married." then give us a call because I want to know what they don't tell you about getting married. Well, you have questions, Tom. You're staring down the barrel of uh, a lifetime of monogamy with your boyfriend. Uh, you're looking at marriage as a serious option. And look, congrats to you. Very quick, I will say, six months in. Uh, very hasty. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Godspeed to you. Thank you. You want to know... Well, not Godspeed. I'll, uh, well, I'll, I won't well, get married well, in a well, church. Well, praise be to God. <laughs> I'm sure Seth will. He's yeah, American. Yeah. He must love God. <laughs> He, uh, there'll be lots of guns being fired into the air and, and Oh, I'd flags. love a country music song to be played as our wedding song. There'll be God Loves Cowboys oh, ringing out through oh, the holes. hundred percent. But um, you want to know the things you don't get told because you're, you're aware that there might be surprises. I, I think the question about the, the property and banks is interesting. Like the stuff, you know, like what happens with all my stuff? Does he then automatically just own that? Because now we're one, yeah. we're one unit, unity. <laughs> with one thing? One person, really. Yeah. Well, you dress alike, so you're almost one person. Uh, one triple three five three. If you can tell me what happens after you've gone down the aisle, you've done the wedding day, you're hungover, <laughs> you know, you've had a great reception. I am also worried, Ollie, about the, the whole cost of the wedding thing, you know. Right. But, you know, what if I just have a, a cool party? Do I need to have, like, a massive wedding? No, but the cost is all in, like, the venue hire and the drinks and the catering. That's... Just so have, I could just have a party. Well, you've only I? got eight friends, so it'll be very cheap for you. We're padding here. One triple three five three. Uh, let's hope we can get some of these calls across uh, because I want to know what don't they tell you about marriage? Do you, do you know what I said? I said you've got eight friends, so it'll be very cheap for you to <laughs> get uh, your wedding across the line. Yeah, right. And mate. mum and dad will come down with the yacht. Trevor, do it on the yacht. <laughs> do a yacht wedding. Shut up. Seth mate. will love that. Trevor on Twitter says, "How many times uh, the the things that they don't tell you about marriage is how many times you have to say yes, honey, you're right." <laughs> Well, that's true. A happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God. That's why I'm getting not getting married, Tom. I want to avoid the chance or the uh, the need to say, yes, honey, you're right every day. One triple three five three. What don't they tell you about marriage? We've got Duncan. Uh, Duncan, mate, what don't they tell you? Well, I suppose, yeah. So basically when my wife and I got married um, yeah, a couple of years ago now, it was like a solid six months of like her being angry at me all the time because she had to take my, she took my name. But in order for her to take my name, take my name, she has to take the marriage certificate, take her birth certificate, and take oh. it to all the different places, whether it's the bank or the, oh. like, the license plate or whatever. Oh, everyone's got to know. To my name. Oh, so you have to take the full marriage certificate to every single place if you do the name change. That's not fun. They don't tell you about that before the wedding no, day, they do they? Don't. Will you change your name, Tom? Uh, probably not. Tom Brown? There's a sports guy, I think, that's Go, called that. Uh, the Brown Boys are Ke- here. Kelly on one triple three five three. What don't they tell you about marriage? Hi, guys. How are you going? Good, mate. That's good. Um, if you marry someone who's involved in a sporting club, you're marrying the club. Oh, oh. really? Why is that? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, because everything revolves around the club. And, um, yeah, it just... That comes first after a while. Well, Tom, you don't first. play any sport, so I don't Seth won't sport. be involved in any of your sporting endeavours. But he does wrestle. He does do a bit of wrestling. In inverted commas, wrestling. Oh, I don't do inverted well, commas. Well, he's, you know, re- rolling around in the mud. Oh. I mean, I could verse him in a wrestle, by the way. I could take him. Yeah, sure. But uh, Gary's got some advice for you. Gary, what don't they tell you about marriage? Okay, they don't tell you now that um, in the gay marriage, now it's legal, that they are entitled to your superannuation, any property, value. The same as a, a normal uh, partner. Right. Um, and it is, that is instant, split, Gary? 50, 50. Sorry? Is that instant? As soon as you get married, they just get access to half of that. that that's correct. That's that, that. It legally becomes a binding contract now with the with the gay marriage. Mm. Um, so any superannuation, any investments, any property, they're entitled to 50% of all of that effort. So he gets half my car loan. <laughs> 
<laughs> but virtually, yes, and he's liable for the debts. Anybody, yes. any debts that you've got <laughs> as well um, in, a, in a marriage is, yeah. He can pay, he can pay off my credit card debt. Well, That'd sure, Tom, but he also gets the family trust as well. So <laughs> you've no got, family You've trust. got to be careful. I don't want to be sure. over the top here, but gold digger. Uh, have we'll, you do, thought, we'll do a prenup. Have you thought about that? You might need to. George on 13353, what don't they tell you about marriage, mate? They didn't tell me it was like a boat. Yeah? What, like, what do like you mean boat. it's like a boat? It's like a boat. It's like the best day about, about buying a boat is the day you buy it. <sighs> and the next best day about buying a boat is the day you sell it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a great experience in my marriage, as you could probably gather. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Not far away. We've got tickets to see Creed 2 starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone in cinemas November 29 to give away. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, give us your best Creed, like your life motto. For example, Tom, mine is work hard, play hard. Don't see you doing that. What? I do. Every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, right. Mostly playing hard. Yeah, mostly playing hard. Sometimes um, work. But up next, Dolly, we gave away a copy, a, cu- a couple of copies of Fallout 76 mm. to some game testers last week. Let's get them on the line up next and chat to Pete Corelli from the Game on Oz podcast as well to see how the Fallout 76 is going, this huge new game. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Pink Floyd learning to fly. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And some of those questions may just score you a couple of movie tickets not far away. But let's talk gaming with one of the biggest games out there right now. Tom and Ollie, press start. Brought to you by Fallout 76. Available now on Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Now, let's press start. Well, we've got our Triple M gaming expert, Pete, on the line. Um, Pete, mate, you've been loving Fallout 76. I've really been enjoying it. Um, I've been playing it since beta. That's the break early test application. Um, So that's pre-release sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, There's been a couple of patches where they've fixed some things in the game since then. It's like an update, Ollie. It's like fixes, like bug fixes. Yeah, patches. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Hey, Pete, on the bus stops I've seen, I've seen ads that say, uh, Fallout 76, our future begins. Mm. Yeah. What's that about? So uh, Fallout 76 is all about emerging from one of the vaults, which is Vault 76 to what is called Reclamation Day. Mm. And this actually goes way back before a lot of the other uh, previous Fallout games that we've actually had. Right. So the whole idea is, um, is basically reclaiming what is known as Appalachia the town and that is ahead of you and the area that's ahead of you and uh, and getting out there and exploring it and adventuring and, oh. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it is amazing. I'm loving it. You but, killed some folks yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, a few. Yeah. Um, had a, I had well, a guy... Well, that's the controversial part, isn't it, Pete, though? Because there's mm. no there's there's only aliens that you can kill. The other thing is that there's not, no non-playable characters in here, Ollie. So everyone, everyone you see in the game is a real person. And they can be quite annoying, can't they, Now, Pete, Tom's yeah, complained can. to me they that can. he's got picked oh. on and everyone everyone was killing him. So oh. he was like, oh, it's not fair. They keep stealing my stuff, Pete. Because yeah, they keep okay, playing so, online. So here's just really quickly, right? The PvP in this one's really interesting. I think they've done a great job of actually balancing the way that they've done it. Because, PvP? What's PvP? Uh, player versus player. Oh, okay, cool. Right, so yeah. if you... When these guys... Let me ask you a question. When these guys come up to you and go, yeah. Hey, Tom, actually, what's your what's your gamer tag? Uh, I think it's like Snappy Tom. Campy. Snappy Tom. <laughs> Campy boy. <laughs> underscore. Snappy Tom 69. Campy gamer. When they come up to you and they see Snappy Tom 69 yeah. and they put the gun in your face and shoot you, do you shoot back? No, I just let them do it. <laughs> He's a really? Why? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't do want to fight anyone. I just want to be nice. Okay, well, all you need to do is either go and find a different session of the game, like log oh, out okay. of the one that you're in and find a different one. Yeah. Or don't worry about firing back and just disappear because what they've done to balance this, if you don't fire back and you don't engage, yeah. the amount of um, damage that you cop yeah. is actually a lot less than if you turn around and actually engage them in a 1v1. Well, let's see what Nick thinks about this. Nick, we gave you a code last week. Uh, we gave you Fallout 76. You've been playing it for on PC for a week now. What do you think about Fallout 76? Oh, look, i got to say, I absolutely love the game. Nice. Um, you know, I've played the Fallout franchise from, uh, you know, Fallout 1. Although Fallout 1 and 2, I was a little bit late. But Fallout 3, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76, I was there watching the timer run down online, waiting for the announcement, you know? Is it the best you've, you've played yet of the Fallout? Look, uh, it's definitely on par with Fallout 4. 
Uh, it's a, a different one. gaming experience. Um, I'm very much a solo player rather than a multiplayer gamer. Right. So, you know, the, the experience is a bit different, but definitely not a lesser experience. Yeah, mm. Nick, I, I got to be honest with you. I think that is, that's a real sticking point for me, acknowledging the fact that it is a completely different experience. I mean, all of the other Fallout games up until this one have very much been solo campaigns and getting out there and adventuring yourself. Whereas for me, I approached this one very differently and went, no, all of us guys are going to get together. We're going to play it together. We're going to ah. adventure together. It's online completely. That's the whole point of it. And, mate, from that point of view, I've been thoroughly enjoying it enjoying it because i i didn't compare it straight away to the other fallouts because i just felt no it's different jason uh have you been getting together with people online we gave you a code last week as well you've been on xbox you've been getting together with people online or have you been playing it solo uh, i've been playing it solo mainly okay. uh, all right yeah what, and so. what do you reckon about it what do you think i'm really enjoying it yeah i mean it ticks all the boxes of sort of what i like in a fallout game you know um it's huge and it's one of the the best things about it is just being able to walk around and discover new things and see all the crazy sights and sounds of the wasteland. Yeah, so it sounds yeah. like Jason and Nick are both sort of solo guys, whereas Pete's a bit of a get-to-go-with-your-friends. <laughs> Pete, does Tom need more friends to enjoy the game? Is that how this works? Um, well, uh, look, uh, as far as I'm getting to know you guys over the past sort of few months, right, you go. appear to be his only friend. So <laughs> I, would, I would say yes, um, probably yeah. a few more friends. I just don't game much, though, so Tom's alone in that yeah. sense. And no. you're playing it on uh, console, aren't you, Tom? Yeah, Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, so I'm on PC. Um, um, the the experiences so far that I've heard between console and PC are actually fairly similar. So right. that's one thing that I've got to give Bethesda a big tick for as well. There's not a lot of difference between the two. Well, hey, if you want to uh, if you want to join with me on Xbox and play Fallout 76, it's available now on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Give Looks, me your gamer tag. Yeah, give me your gamer well, tag. Shoot, shoot me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Tom and Ollie, and I'll I'll give you my gamer tag. Go find sure. him, Campy Gamer 69. <laughs> okay. oh, shut up, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Pete. Have a good one. See you guys. See you, mate. Oh. oh, mate. I've got um, friends, I promise. We can find some friends for if you need. <laughs> it's Triple M7, Ollie. We have questions. And we have friends, I promise. Yeah. It's damn it. Blink 182, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Not far away, we'll get our trash talk back Tuesday on. That's where we turn the, the dial from FM to AM, and people just have that trash talk. Ollie, have you heard about that new movie, Creed 2, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone in cinemas November 29? We don't do what we love, then we wouldn't exist. I sure have, Tom, and I thought, you know what? Let's be generous. Yeah, you know, Tom and Ollie, Triple M, we love to give things away to people oh, who deserve it. 100%. And Creed 2 is a great film. We have some tickets to give away. Yeah. How many have we got? We got? Heaps. Heaps. Okay. Heaps. Here's what I'm thinking. I got the three doubles. You know, how do we decide who deserves tickets to Creed 2? Yeah. I'm thinking. Can we just give them away? Well, no, 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 Tom. We, we play Don't Call. As well as giving them away, what we can do is learn about great life mottos. Another word for a life motto is a creed. No way. So here's my question. To win Creed 2 tickets, yeah. do you have a creed too? <laughs> do you have a life creed? What is your life motto that you live by? Why? As I said, mine is work hard, play hard. I mean, that's a classic. But I live it and breathe it. You know, work hard, Monday to Thursday, so, party hard Friday. So Ollie's got a creed, and on one triple three five three, yeah. you've got a creed too. Yes. Do you have a creed too? What's your life creed? What's your motto? What do you live by? Do you have a creed too? I live by um, always treat people the way that you would like them to treat you. Oh, aren't you good, little primary school oh, boy? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I've, That's a yeah. bad creed. One triple three five three. What's your creed for creed two? Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's just called the John Butler Trio. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We also have tickets to give away to go see Creed two, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone, which is in cinemas November twenty nine. A great fighter once said, "It ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward." Yes, and what you just heard there is a creed, Tom. You could say a life creed, a motto. And so to win these tickets to Creed 2, I ask you, I've got a life creed, but do you have a creed too? <laughs> ah, good stuff. Tom, do you have a creed? 
Uh, yeah, I said before, treat others how you'd like to be treated. I thought that was a gag. Bitch. That was um, just pathetic. But if you've got a creed, what do you live your life by? Brett, What do you have a creed too? <laughs> G'day, Tom and Ollie. Yeah, I've got a creed, of course. Okay. Uh, my, my life model or my creed is you should never eat from a bucket. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how did you get to this creed? Well, I've just... It's, well, you know when, well, I've worked as a chef for for a while, so I like to eat well and all the rest of that. And food that's that's worth eating is never, ever no. really... No. Good on you, good on you, mate. Good try, Brett. Uh, Peter, I've got a creed. Do you have a creed too? Huh. Yeah, good day, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good, Pete. That's the way. Yeah, mine, mine's a little bit deeper than don't eat from a bucket, mate. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, mine, mine is, mate... Uh, you know, straight roads don't make for skillful drivers. That's uh, sort of just a bit of a way of saying that life throws you a few curveballs. It's how you navigate them, mate. Oh. Yeah, cool. So if your life is too easy, it doesn't mean you're killing it. It just means you should maybe get a few more challenges in your life. No, everyone needs a challenge, mate. That's how you grow. Don't mind that, Peter. You're in the running for these uh, Creed 2 tickets. Need some uplifting music behind this, don't we? Because with oh. every Creed, Ollie becomes an every life lesson. What? <laughs> what? What? Let's go to James to cut away quickly. James, uh, Tom's got a creed. It's pretty shit. Uh, do you have a creed too? Uh, I think mine's inspired by the great mantra of Monty Python. Uh, always look on the bright side of life. After all, if if oh, life yeah. gets jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's yeah. to laugh yeah. and dance and smile and sing. And I'm not going to go into full song. No. You all get the gist. <laughs> but James, it's yeah. a great movie and it's a great motto. And uh, very cheerful. I like mm-hmm. that. Oh. Don't mind that one. So James in the running. Steve, I've got a creed. Do you have a creed too? I, I do. Do sounds like a lot of these along the same kind of line. Yeah. Um, but my one is from my nonno, and it was uh, always leaving smiling. Oh, that's oh. nice. Did your nonna yeah. always leave you smiling? No, 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 no. Nonno, male. <laughs> No, no, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no, did you not? My grandma, God. Well, Steve, we're about to go to Macca. I'm not smiling yet, so. All right. <laughs> well, he was one of those uh, fresh off the boat Italians, so oh. he was always kind of like, you know, he's one of those quiet. Yeah, no, he didn't like me smiling. Oh, his grandpa has passed away. Macca, what's your creed for Creed 2? Tickets. Macca from Minta. Yeah. You're good, mate. How mate. are you? Yeah, good mate. Yourself? Yeah, yeah yourself. Oh, yeah, yourself. No. Yeah. What's your creed too, mate? There you go, boys. Yeah, yeah. Good, how are you, mate? Oh, no. No, that's, <laughs> you're gone, mate. All right, we had Peter and James, two excellent uh, yeah, yeah. guys there with great creeds. Peter, yours again was straight roads, don't make for skilled drivers. You're going to creed too. Oh, brilliant. That's brilliant stuff. That needs like... <laughs> well done, Peter. Oh, you got one more. Who are you going to give it to? Uh, I liked... Uh, I didn't mind the non-off thing, but uh, let's not give... Uh, let's not leave James hanging. Always look on the bright side of life. James, you're going to Creed 2. Brilliant. Well done, James. Well done, Peter. You are going to see Creed 2. You can get tickets as well because it's in cinemas November 29. That's this Thursday. So go out and see it with Triple M's. Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Nickelback, how you remind me? Triple M's, Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and sometimes those questions get turned to the AM dial, Ollie, as we get the opinions of the everyday ma- person, everyday man, everyday woman yes. in Trash Talkback Tuesday. Ah, oh, piss off, you dickhead. You're a f- with. I've just spoken to a f- idiot. Tom and Ollie's Trash Talkback Tuesday. Bringing that trash in here. That's right, Tom. Trash Talkback Tuesday, where the facts don't matter. All that matters is you have an opinion, and you get fired up, and you give us a call on one triple three five three. Today, we're discussing... The, what I would call PC gone mad news that uh, monkey bars are going to be banned from the playgrounds, Tom. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this. I love it. Apparently, the University of Sydney, Monash University, trauma experts, hospital emergency wards, parental (laughs) groups have all come together and agreed... That the monkey bars are too dangerous. And you're so, so you're saying that pretty much all the es- experts to do with childhood playgrounds are saying get rid of monkey bars, yet you, a non-parent, well, <laughs> just an everyday man who... Hang on, how do you know I, about playgrounds? Have you been hanging around playgrounds all the time? Why look, do you have a say about playgrounds? The point playground? is, when I said all that, I had inverted commas fingers going on. I don't trust these people. What, you, Monash University? Monash <laughs> University. <laughs> University of Sydney. Whatever. They say in the past decade there's been 14,000 cases of monkey bar incidents going to... 14,000? Going to the ED uh, at hospitals. The emergency department. Get rid of them, Ollie. Can you believe it? And uh, so, as a result of that figure... 
Tom, this people can't see your inverted commas well, on they, radio. Well, they mate. can hear it, mate. It's AM radio. They're saying replace the metal monkey bars that kids love. Every yeah. kid grew up with the monkey bar yeah. in their playground. Replacing them, Tom, with space nets, three D rope structures, as they call them, in the shape of a spider web. It's not on, Tom. Oh, shut up, you pig. Every kid deserves the right to dangle on a metal bar three metres above concrete. They deserve the right to fall and to hurt themselves. And it's PC gone mad to take those monkey bars away. As I said, opinions are all my own. There's no hyperbole here. So on 13353, the phones are open on Trash Talk Back Tuesday. As I said, the facts don't matter. Get fired up. First caller is Lisa. What do you think, Lisa? Good evening. Oh, yes. Hi, Holly. Um, look, I just wanted Good to Lisa. say that... Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that, of course, we should be getting rid of the monkey bars. I mean, the monkey bars no. are definitely the most dangerous thing. Get rid of them. What do you mean, of course, we should be getting rid of them? I mean, don't kids have a right to play, Lisa? Well, not if they're going to be injured the whole time. Yeah, but where, where I mean, do... absolutely... Get rid of them. That's all it is. Just get rid uh, Lisa, of them. Lisa, Lisa, listen up, you pig. Where does it end, though, Lisa? Because you get rid of the monkey bars. What happens? What, the slide's got to go as well? Yep, get rid of them. Get rid of the slides. Well, well, well uh, uh, how about the, what, the swings? Bang on, well, you get rid of everything. That means all you're going to have left is a park bench, Lisa. Yep, and get rid of it. Yes, <laughs> You get rid of the park bench. <laughs> well, Lisa, you are an absolute knob jockey, but uh, it's Trash Talk Back Tuesday, so I'll take it. One triple three five three. get involved. Should the monkey bars be erased from childhood playgrounds? You get all sorts, don't you, Tom, oh, on Trash Talk Back Tuesday. Do. That lady was an absolute fool. But uh, what do you think? Should we get rid of them? I actually quite like that lady. Uh, you would. Is it PC gone mad? One triple three five three. get involved, you pig, in Trash Talk Back Tuesday. What's your say? We're getting two PC with taking monkey bars out of playground. 3D rope structures to replace them. Whatever that is. 14,000 injuries. Well, whatever that is. With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Driving Rain slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. And on this show, we don't usually do pranks. We sometimes do stunts. And if you're listening, in 10 minutes' time, we're going to fill you in on possibly the first ever prank that we want you involved in. Ah, piss off, you dickhead. You're a f- with me. I've just spoken to a f- idiot. Tom and Ollie's Trash Talk Back Tuesday. Bringing that trash in here. Oof, well, that dial's been turned from FM to AM, Ollie. As things get heated in here, opinions are flying. Opinions are flying, Tom, and that means the facts don't matter. We are discussing the issues that matter to you, the real people. It's not and the facts, it's the feeling, isn't it? It's all about that feeling, oh. uh, Tom. And today, the monkey bars, the nostalgic monkey bars, are in danger uh, as so-called expert groups have come together, Tom. Well, then, Ollie, uh, if it's all about feeling, I'm angry. You're good. Big. Mate, universities from across the country, as well as trauma groups, uh, hospital emergency wards, parental groups, have all agreed that parents need, uh, sorry, that kids need the right to take risks when they play and to get a bit dangerous out in the playground. They've all agreed that these new so-called space nets or 3D rope structures will do just that and give the kids the chance to play. But no. I refuse to accept that the monkey bars are waved goodbye as some kind of relic of the past. Nostalgia must live on. And a one triple three five three. Get trashy. Get talking. Joe, what do you think? I think uh, it's ridiculous, mate. I think uh, yeah. it's uh, political madness gone wrong again. Isn't it? Uh, Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just just crazy. It's, it's just uh, it's Canberra. Look, they're talking about kids getting off the off the computers and getting outside and doing things. Yep. And they're actually taking that away from them now. We'll probably see kids striking. The kids are gone strike. They'll go, where the monkey bar's gone? We're going back inside to our screens, won't they? Yeah, oh, for sure. But look, the thing is, we all grew up with monkey bars. You did, I did, everyone did. Uh, I see, and, um, Joe. You're a pig and you'd like to see kids end up in emergency rooms, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, of course. I would love to. Is that you, Tom? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, you're a pig, mate. Oh, look, you're, you're a, not a bad bloke, but no, you know, you're sometimes pig, your mate. opinions are a bit out there. You're a pig. You're a couple of pigs now. You're just having a, a big sty fest over here. Tom, he's right. Every kid deserves a chance to go to hospital and hurt themselves quite seriously. Rhiannon, what do you think? I don't want to see the monkey bars gone, and I'm a mum of six kids. Here we go, Rhiannon. Oh, here we go. Kids fall. Kids fall. How are they supposed to learn to get up if they never learn to fall? And this spidery structure that kids can play on now with this this rope, that won't do it, will it? No. No. Because the fact is we're trying to bubble wrap our kids, and what good is that doing them except forcing them to stay on computers, never learning to fend for themselves, they're going to be too scared to do anything. No, Rhiannon, kidding. I was bubble wrapped as a kid. I grew up with computers and I turned out just fine. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, you're an embarrassment. Rhiannon, I'm sorry about that. He's a pig and also you're a pig. Oh, shut up, you pig. David, oh, here we go. David's the pig that's given us a call. David. Oink, oink. Welcome oh, to the we pig David. Style, David. Oh, you're right. Mate, kids do fall. You've got to be there to catch them. You've got to be there to catch them, you reckon? Well, You helicopter yeah. parent. No, I'm not a helicopter parent. Sounds no, like no, you are. No. What do you think? No, no, no way. No, no. I was the one who was in there going, get up there, do this, do that. Yeah. Well... All right, well, fiery stuff there, Darren. <laughs> David, well done, mate. You pig, Jesus Christ. He's a real he, that, that science is the science of a pig. <laughs> yeah, oink oink. Yeah, get down. Let's run to paradise, choir boys. You be Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Um, boom. You pig. Razor's Edge, Screaming Jets, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions after nine o'clock. I want to know if you've used a sex worker for naughty after nine. Tom, now uh, is the point in the show where I want to reveal to everyone a plan I have put in place for this week. Now, can I just let it be known? This show, we don't do pranks. We don't do stunts. No, I wouldn't say it's a prank or a stunt. I would say it's a bit of a ruse. <laughs> okay. It's a ruse, Tom, what we we're don't doing do, here. We don't do pranks. We don't do stunts. We do do ruses. You may recall uh, on the show a little while ago, I said to you I had the idea of getting a tattoo of my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, getting that's... her face tattooed. Yeah, I thought it'd be quite funny because she wouldn't ha- would hate the idea of a tattoo because that's not her thing, but she might also kind of like the self-indulgent, the, the very much huge homage to her mm. that is getting a tattoo of her face. Yes, yes, yes. So here's what I've thought of. Yeah. I've gone online. I've gone and found a website that does very much permanent-ish, semi-permanent tattoos that look legit. I've sent for it. It came from America. I've got it. I've received it. Yeah. We're going to put this tattoo on tonight. Apparently, it takes a bit of time to get it sorted. Mm-hmm. From now on, we're going... This I'm telling you now it's fake, but from now on, <laughs> whenever we mention this oh, tattoo... We're not, we're not doing pranks. It's sorry, not a prank, sorry, Tom. Sorry, sorry, from now on, from tomorrow and then Thursday, you'll hear about the tattoo, but we'll play it as real. Now, I'm praying to God that Sarah doesn't hear this. And we need your help. We need your help to not... Tell Sarah that yeah. this tattoo is fake. If you are a friend of Sarah's or maybe a colleague or family particularly, just don't tell Sarah. She's going to love it. It's it's a lovely tattoo of her face on my body. It will look legit, hopefully. So here's the plan. Tomorrow night on the show, she's going to come in. We're going to reveal the tattoo to her. Yep. We're not going to say that it's fake at all after tonight. That This is the last mention of this tattoo being fake. And you're going to you're gonna know it. Tomorrow night, you're going to hear us going, oh, they got a tattoo. Yep. Oh, my God. And Sarah's going to be like, holy shit, you got a tattoo on my face. Then on Thursday night, we will take you live to Ollie's <laughs> girlfriend's massive family Christmas dinner at a very okay. ritzy okay. restaurant. <laughs> We're going to go live to reveal the tattoo to the whole extended family, Ollie. Providing it looks good. <laughs> I mean, we haven't actually put it on yet, and we don't know how it's going to look. But that's a big part of it. But I, hopefully... It- it looks really convincing. Uh, Sarah will be chuffed. Yeah. She'll be baffled. Yeah. And then if all goes well, yes, there'll be a reveal to the extended family of 16 people. Tomorrow's night's the night to hear uh, Ollie's girlfriend's reaction to the tattoo. But Thursday night's the real party mm-hmm. when we cross live as Ollie heads down. So from now on, Tom, family. it's a real tattoo. It's a real tattoo. I'm getting a real tattoo of my girlfriend Sarah's face. Tom and Ollie on Triple M.